The Tea with Novi and Jordy. I'm so listening to this. I only do bougie. I honestly don't really like anyone. Just fuck everyone else. I'm a bad bitch. I'm just letting my lashes grow. If it's not pink and glittery, we, we don't, don't want it. it. This was not on my itinerary. Don't be such a fucking brat. Oh my god. <laughs> hey, brats. Welcome back. Ooh. How was your guys' week? I feel like it was a long week. It was quite a long week. And it just started again. <laughs> Let's all give a shout out to Nove. She oh. finally took a step in the bad bitch direction. She, How are you taking them? Uh, it depends on the day. Um, for some reason at nighttime I get really bad anxiety and pretty much want to rip them off my face. Um, and I'm still living on ibuprofen and Tylenol religiously. I have wait, very... wait, wait. Oh. First things first, bottoms up, bitch. We almost forgot. I knew. Bottoms up. Cheers. Didn't get us this week because we bought good ass beer. Right. I was about to be like, <laughs> that was a good one. I braces for six years. And so I give her all the ins, all the outs of, I don't know, just everything. Um, I feel like it was like I really, really wanted them my entire life, and so as much as I fucking hate them, I'm super appreciative of them, especially since I'm paying for them out of my own fucking pocket, so. Bad bitch. Appreciate them a little more. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you look good, and you're going to look even better when they're off. I'm happy for you. I feel like I look like a little kid. Well, I mean- Getting braces now, like as an adult, look at it this way. When you are in high school or like elementary or middle school, whatever, and you're getting braces, it's embarrassing because you're trying to be cute, okay? You are not the stage where you're like trying to be cute for boys. You're at the stage where you're like, bitch, I want to fix my teeth. It's not like that. You know what I mean? It's not like you're trying to impress See, but at the same time, I feel like it's mixed, though, because when you're younger, it's more normal to have braces, where now I'm like a grown-ass adult, 25. Who put an age limit on? Me. Okay, well. Me, bitch. Me. Especially (laughs) only having to have them for two years of your life. That's 1% of your life. Jasmine's going to be 18 when I get these bitches off. Damn. That makes me want to cry. Fucking Misha being 18 makes me want to cry. <laughs> oh, my God. Hot topic. Hot topic of the week. All right. So this one's going to be about TikTokers. If you guys know them, you'll fucking understand. If you don't, go understand. Yeah. Um. In Romeo, we trust. In, <laughs> hashtag in Romeo, we trust. Um, fuck Rachel. Rachel Reaver we do not say good morning to you. Um, so we'll give like a little insight, a little bit. Um, there is. It's just a really, it's a really long story to even like sit and have to touch on for a minute of the podcast. So we'll just, yeah, we'll, we'll do a quick one, little rundown. So there's a C and Wit. Okay. Um, and C and Wit were best friends. C ended up getting together with a guy named Jacob and they are now pregnant. I don't know. I think, even the way that C and Jacob are taking the drama versus everybody else is taking the drama, just you just see a lot of growth. It. Like, yeah, growth as fuck. But pretty much... Even in their lives, they're like, nope. Right. I don't want to so, mention it. C and Jacob are having a baby. Jacob has a baby with Rachel already. 
Rachel ended up getting together with a guy named Romeo. And Romeo just posted all over TikTok how Rachel has been beating him up pretty much um, and neglecting her son completely. So basically it's wild. All these like ex-boyfriends of Rachel's came on and were like, yeah, no, she's fucking crazy. That and like, yeah, no, I changed him. I fed him. I put him to bed. Like that was me. And she has a nanny that takes complete care of him. So I didn't know that. That's crazy. Yeah. Like, that's wild. Um, and so Jacob just filed for custody, and we shall see what happens with that one. You. I just love babies. Mm. Ugh, I could eat them. Right? They're so precious. Makes me want to have another, and then I'm like, eh, probably not. Right. You love them until you can't hand them back. Exactly. So this week, we are going to talk about November. Last week, you guys got to learn about Jordan um and a lot of people actually messaged both of us um and I feel like a lot of you guys related yeah I really uh even if I didn't reply to some of you guys um I really appreciate it if I'm gonna be honest with you I told November after I did the podcast we did the podcast last week on me (laughs) this whole last week has been like a self-reflection week for me like I have straight dove into a hole and just like gone over my life and just kind of but like, did some healing too yeah no not in a bad needed, way like so. in in a way of like I'm just ready for my life to go in a di- positive direction like I'm so I'm happy with where I ended up in life very much so so I have anxiety for this week I know she's <laughs> uh like really bad so we shall see how this goes all right let's cheers one more time because all right yeah my hands are literally sweating bro we're gonna start off strong oh lord with what was the dynamic with you and your dad or with you and rk which is what you call him when i was younger when you were younger just from when you were younger kind of to now like what you know what's the dynamic in a whole there Oh, I don't know how to answer these. Okay. Um, so RK is my father. Um, he's been in and out of prison my entire life. Um, since before me, since before my oldest brother. Um, and growing up, I chased after him a lot. Um, I was the little girl that wanted her dad I wanted the daddy-daughter relationship that everybody you know earns for as a little girl um and it was hard because my dad was super I don't want to say close but close with my other three siblings um and for some reason with me it was always different um he has told me plenty of times before that he just didn't give a fuck about me um I don't really know the reasoning for it. Um, Growing up, I questioned it a lot. Um, But now that I'm 25 years old, it hasn't changed one single bit. We got into a pretty bad argument a few months ago. Uh, I want to say like literally probably almost a year ago. Um, And the first thing that he decided to throw at me like always was I don't care about you. He's like, I genuinely do not give a fuck about you. And 
at that point in time, it was finally my last straw as I'm 25 years old now. Uh, and when you've told me this, you're, you know, my entire life at some point, I'm going to start believing it, believing it, you know, and as a grown ass adult, if you can still tell me the same thing and me as a mom now, I could never respect you. Um, and I, I, I will respect it at the same time. You know, um, if you don't care, then I'm not going to push to be in your life by any means. I know what person I am. I know who he's missing out on. And I have a pretty dope ass son that he misses out on. You're not crying, but you're about to make me cry. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I, when I'm around him, I'm respectful. I, which he doesn't, you know, he, I, he doesn't deserve by any, any fucking means. Uh, me and my sister were just talking about it today that it's crazy. The shit that he's done in his life. Um, he is a lot of people's biggest monster, their biggest nightmare. Cause I remember the other day, you know, we were kind of batting back and forth in voice memos with your sister she had said something to me about rk that it like actually brought me to tears and it was i don't know why and she said don't take this wrong november because i love you but he just treats her so much differently than he treats any one of us and i don't know why and it makes you wonder, um, even as a grown adult, you know, I I never did anything wrong. Um, as a kid, I was literally an angel. Like, I didn't get in trouble. I got myself ready for school. I went to school. I got good grades. Um, and the rest of my siblings were troublemakers. Like, <laughs> skipped school every day, was in juvie, had the cops called the whole nine yards. Um and so I never, even to this day, I never will get it besides the fact that I will never forget when he told me that it look it's because I look just like my mom. And it, that ate me alive. Um, cause I, it's not like I can choose to look, I'm sorry. Like what the fuck? Um, you pick like one of the only things that I could truly never change change at all like i'm sorry that i look like her but at the same time he like i said was a complete monster to a lot a lot a lot of people in the world so at the same time i'm not missing out on anything um he's the one missing out on a lot and i have forgave him as a child but i will never forgive him as a parent um and by that now that I'm a mom I will never ever ever understand him or forgive him for the way that he was a father to me but I will forgive you for the person that you are um you can't change the person you are and unfortunately you're bred to be a very evil person but you know when like people are serial killers how they're just like bred to be serial killers? Well, yes, a sociopath is like mentally That's him. Right. Like when I For sure. I truly think like he is a very evil person. Um like fucking evil. The shit right. that he's done to people, I mean, think well, of Well, I the- mean, think about it like this. Your blood daughter, your daughter, your kid, any of us who are parents. 
if you could even look at them, say you don't care about them, say I don't fuck with you because you look like your mom, anything like that, that that to me is a sociopath in itself. Me and Michaela were talking um, today, and I will never forget the time. Um, when we were little, the boys used to go over there for the weekend, and then the girls would go over for the weekend. So Jesse and Ronnie would go, and then me and Michaela would go the next weekend. If he decided to come and pick us up, a lot of the time he wouldn't come and pick us up. But um, this time he had picked us up and he brought us to like, I don't really even know where we were. I'm going to be completely honest. Like some apartment, hotel. This is when you lived down in Sac? Yeah. Like, I remember they were like green and white and blue, but I don't remember where the hell we were. Right. Um, And I remember it was late at night and... We had heard yelling and me and Michaela were laying in the living room and we looked over the balcony and he was choking out my stepmom. And it was the first time that me and Michaela had ever seen him be like violent towards a female um, has done the worst of the worst to females. Um, things that you could see in a movie he's probably done. Um, and he beat the shit out of my mom for 10 plus years like the worst of the worst that you can think of um but we always heard it and so to see it especially as a little girl as a little girl you really see like how scary and big he is you know like yeah. i don't know i think that's when it finally hit me that like it, like your per- perception of him being evil starts from such a young age that it's like you you would think nothing else else of him right you know and everybody talked about it but once you see it yourself it's a whole different ball game and I think that's when it finally hit me that like my father isn't who I have thought my father was as a little girl before we end on RK let me just kind of piggyback off of that question to something that Michaela had kind of asked um do you not resent, that's not the right word, but are you upset with your mom at all for not bringing you to visit your dad in prison, kind of like Michaela's parent did, and keeping that relationship so that you guys, you know, had the strong, same ride or die on, you know, kind of thing that they have, you know? Not that they have that because not that our case a good dad to her or anything by any means, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So as a little girl, yes. Um, when I was little, I resented my mom a lot about it, a lot for it. Um, I didn't, obviously when my sister and my brother are going to see him, obviously yeah. I want to go see him. Not just that. It's not like I seen him a lot when he was out of prison. Um, he would come around for the first couple months that he was clean and then as soon as he started using he would kind of come around a little bit like I remember some childhood memories of like going to random people's houses and him being on drugs literally sleeping and stuff but for the most part he didn't come around much so it was like I the only time that I could really build a relationship with my father was if I had went to the jails and prisons now that I'm older I don't resent her at all for it. I completely understand. Um, I don't see me taking Josiah to a jail or prison. Um, I went to visit Jesse multiple times and 
I never, I would never want to take Josiah there. Um, yeah. It's not somewhere to, you know, like. Bring a kid. It's not a place for kids. Not just that, like, not just that. It's like it's not a place that anywhere anyone wants to go. You know, it it's fucking hard. Um, yeah. you leave there and you can't bring your loved ones home, Period. and it's it's hard every single time that I left leave left leaving Jesse, I literally like bawled, sobbed my fucking eyes out leaving. You know, right. um, so now that I'm older, no, not at all. When I was younger, for sure. Yeah, I told November that, like, you know, we touched on the fact that my mom passed away last episode and that she had been an addict and she had been very in and out of my life kind of like that until she died. But for me, looking at it, not that one person's situation is harder or over the next, but to have a parent that's still here, alive, in the world, and they are choosing presently to not have that relationship with you bro that that's harder to me than you know not actually getting to have a relationship with my mom because she's i physically can't she's gone right the fact that you can have a relationship with rk and he still chooses not to bro that breaks my heart for you it's hard and it's hard because a lot of the time i try to act like it doesn't fuck with me but it definitely still fucks with me for sure i mean i still cry about it and I'm like I said I'm 25 years old so I hope that one day it doesn't fuck with me anymore um it doesn't fuck with my sister as much as it did um now she's she don't give two fucks at all (laughs) um and I hope to one day honestly hit that point um I hope to not care um and I don't think that I will ever get to that point until the day comes that he genuinely sits down and lets me talk about the fucking trauma he put me through like really sit down and listen to what the fuck you put all of us kids through because he genuinely I don't even think realizes 95% of what he put us through or what we remember as a kid right and sociopaths do not have empathy sympathy guilt they don't have that feeling that we have inside of us that like when we do something bad when we hurt somebody's feelings like you feel bad they just don't have that not at all Oh, I mean, I would love to tell you that your next question is any better, <laughs> but it ain't. Of course. Um, <laughs> how did you and your baby daddy Daryl break up, and uh, why? Uh, Ooh. <sighs> okay. Uh, <laughs> All the love in the world to you, Daryl. Okay, I do want to say, we're okay. So me and my baby daddy's relationship was very, 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 very toxic. It was a roller coaster from start to finish. Me and him had broken up and I had moved in with my mom. But at this time, we were still like fucking around, right? Like I was at the house all the time. I, you know, he'd hit me up in the middle of the night and be like, please come, come home, you right. know, and I'd would literally pack up Josiah at fucking one thirty in the morning <laughs> like a fucking crazy person and go home and cuddle up in bed, you know, like happy aw. family. Yeah, okay. Um so the week before this happened, January twenty second, twenty twenty two. She's got dates. A week before this, I had been at his house his house, my motherfucking house. <laughs> that uh, was my apartment, bitch. Yeah, it was mine. 
um, I had been at the house for a week, maybe like a week and a half at this point. And I worked at Buffalo Wild Wings at this point. Who I'm like getting anxiety so bringing this day up again. <laughs> um, I'd worked at Buffalo Wild Wings and I remember it was a Thursday. Um, and if you guys know Thursday, it's like boneless Thursday or whatever. So you get a deal, right? So I was getting ready to go home and I had called him. It was like 930. And I was like, hey, do you want me to bring you any food? And he's like, no, I'm going to bed. And I remember thinking like, you're going to bed. It's fucking 9.30. Like, what? He's like, yeah, I'm just super tired. I was like, okay, well, just know that you have Yosai in the morning. I'm coming to bring him to you. Right. You know, he was like, okay, like, just call me in the morning. Morning time comes. I text Daryl. I'm like, hey, Yosai is almost done with breakfast. I'm going to bring him to you when he's done. I don't get a response. I text him again. I'm like, hey, are you awake? Like, I'm coming to bring the baby to you. No response. I start blowing up his phone no response and at this point you just know right so i have this gut feeling and i'm like fucking bet bro like i bet so i pack your side in the car and this is the that's the only thing that i regret out of the entire fucking situation but in a way i don't regret because i would be sitting in jail like a hundred there's no saying i would be in jail right now if my son wasn't there um so I pack Yosai in the car and I literally tell my mom like, and she tells me, she's like, I bet you there's a girl there. And I was like, mom, don't fucking tell me that. Literally. Like, you're going to see your daughter in jail. That was like, <laughs> like, 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 don't fucking tell me that. Don't know. I remember getting in the lane to like turn. Right. And as soon as I turn, I see a fucking car sitting in my parking spot, like the parking spot that like normally you would park in. Like that the has empty one by the his empty, spot. The, the, the one that has your fucking number on it to park there, okay? Oh, I'm like shaking just thinking about it. <laughs> uh, so I go and park and I go and look inside the car and there's like a a picture hanging on her little window, right? And I'm like, oh, so it really is a bitch. Okay, okay. So I go and I fucking bang on the door, right? <laughs> And I remember the person, like, across, the neighbor across was, like, <laughs> they, like, come out. They're, like, um. And I was, like, no, this ain't for you. Don't worry. So I start Go banging back again. Literally. So I start banging again. Well, me and the upstairs neighbor had fucking problems already. So she comes out and she was, like, can you quit banging? And I was, like, bitch, you don't, you don't want to start this. I'll fuck this you up, too. This is not the time. Right. So I fucking bang one more time. And Daryl comes to the door and he's, like what are you doing i was sleeping but okay backtrack right before he opens the door i heard the sliding glass door open to the backyard okay and so i'm like <laughs> this motherfucker thinks i'm stupid and so their sliding glass door at that fucking apartment is heavy, heavy. like you hear that bitch and so he like opens the door he's like what are you doing i'm sleeping you're not fucking sleeping the fuck so he's like that's the neighbor's car instantly i'm like i didn't even fucking ask about the bitch's car so where is she and he's like what are you talking about I'm like where the fuck is she so i push the door open i hand him yosiah and i instantly go to the fucking back door and there she is curled up in a ball just trying to hide from me and i open the sliding glass door i'm like what's up bitch and she's like oh my god i'm so sorry i'm so sorry and i'm like you're sorry i bet you are sorry because you've seen all of mine and my son's shit here 
So you can't say that you didn't fucking know about me. You, mm-mm, mm-mm. No, no, no. So I ended up grabbing her phone and her shoes and her keys and all that shit. Chucked it out. Um, grabbed, snatched her up, threw her outside. Um, Daryl, at this point, like every time I'm going after her, Daryl's like pulling me back off of her. Like, don't fucking touch her. And I'm like, you're going to protect this bitch? Like, <laughs> is this what we're doing right now? Oh my God. So she ends up going in the car and I end up going out there and I'm like, I'm not done with you. Like, no. I'm like, so where, where'd you find him? And she's like, online. I'm like, online's a pretty big fucking platform, bitch. No, where at? That's she's broad. Like, online. I said, bitch, I will literally punch your fucking window right now if you don't tell me where. And she's like, on Tinder. If you guys remember, me and Daryl met on Tinder, so that's weird. And I looked at him and I was like, seriously? Like, <laughs> is this what we're doing? So I went back in the house. Um, I punched a fat hole in his wall, screamed, cried, took my son, and then we went to court. And I will say, though, now, this is how, this is what I mean about I don't hold grudges. Um, me and him and her get along fucking great. Yeah, hold on. You got to backtrack and, and say the fact that baby daddy and this girl are still, still together. together. Yes, to, to they're still day. together to this day. She yeah. ended up moving into the fucking house. Um, but and I will say. Now she stepmommy. But that. But I will and say. I have different opinions. Yes. Um, I I honestly respect her. Yosiah likes her a lot. She's super fucking good with Yosiah. She knows her place. She knows that I am Yosiah's mom. Um, and I dare you to do anything to my son. Because I've snatched you up once. I'll snatch you up again. Period. Um. But no, on some real shit, me and Daryl get along really fucking well. Me and Chloe get along really well. Um, and a lot of people actually message me now because um, they go through similar situations. And everything that I can say is if I can get over it and I can have she a She tells me that was so many things. If I can co-parent with my baby daddy, anybody can. No, literally. Okay. Let's go over how, how was life for you as a stripper? let's see okay so i don't want to glorize it because i know a lot of people are going to be like i know there's a lot of age different ages that listen but what i will say becoming a stripper pretty much every single female in the locker room has some type of trauma they're going through um you don't become one just for the fuck of it Uh, (laughs) To this day, I've never met anybody that became one because they... Didn't have a story behind it. Right. And they didn't come from some type of trauma. My childhood and things that I've been through was the reason I became one. Uh, I guess to get validation, I guess you could say, from people, from men, I guess. I've been self-conscious my entire life, so I think that it was... A gateway almost I think I want to say but I'm not against it Um, I don't look at myself any different I don't I don't know Uh, I would do it again so (laughs) I mean I guess if that could be the question uh, I would definitely do it again I'm not against the life I'm not against the game but there's a reason for it and there's always a story behind it right do you want to say what yours was? Um, 
I think it all started, so I was sexually assaulted when I was 15 years old um, by an older guy that I was talking to. Uh, I had gotten kicked out of my mom's house straight, I literally forgetting my fucking cartilage pierced. Uh, <laughs> Strict, dog. <laughs> I, I guess it was the principle behind it because my mom told me I can't go get it and I pretty much just told her yeah fuck off I'm going to get it and my mom kicked me out of my house for it uh and so I started hanging out with an older crowd um and I ended up getting sexually assaulted at 15 um and I feel like that changed me as an individual completely um even now 10 years later being in relationships with people uh how I am as a person or how I hold myself and like I said, I think it was like a validation type thing. Um, I don't know. When you get raped, it changes you as a fucking person, <laughs> I guess you could say. Um, and I'm, it's weird because a lot of people, you either get raped and you never fucking talk to or touch a man again, um, or you get raped and it like almost puts you into that sex industry. Um, a lot of females, a lot, a lot of strippers. And not just that, it makes you in control of the situation. Right. Um, it takes that your you woman power, before. pretty much. Like getting sexually assaulted takes everything from you. Um, I looked at myself completely different. Right. You don't feel like a fucking woman. You feel worthless as fuck. Um, and again, I... Um, like I said, I then had control over the situation. At that point, I'm taking your money. Like, you know, like now now I'm in control. Um, and right. I think that's kind of why I did it, to be honest. Right. What a life. I, you know. <laughs> so what not, a life. Not like that. You know, you, you have to understand from my perspective of somebody like me, I have never... I've never been in anything like that. I've never been in the game. I've, you know, right. So, for me, like, I don't, I don't understand it. So, hearing like your perspective behind why your reasoning behind it, like, it's not just because I want to go out here and make money and shake my ass. Like, no, there's, it's. I want bigger. power. It will, and it's bigger than that. I want power, bitches. Right. <laughs> Who is your first love? <laughs> Um, his name was Riley. <laughs> Riley Gonzalez? Yeah. No way. Yeah. No way. Um, so that's who I lost my virginity to. Um, we got together my freshman year of high school. Um, my first kiss was a random boy at the river, like I said, but Riley was really like the first person that I kissed or did anything with or lost my virginity or any of that. And I was, like, madly in love with this boy. Like, straight up, I went through, like, the worst depression of my life when we broke up. <laughs> um, mind you, the way when we broke up. you're in middle school or and you break up with somebody or somebody oh breaks up with you, it's the end of the fucking world. I thought we were getting married. <laughs> um, but, no, he cheated on me and had sex with this girl at a party on a fucking toolbox. And so everybody at school next day was like calling him toolbox and like all this <laughs> shit and i'm like bro what the fuck is everybody talking about and then they were like just letting you know riley cheated on you and had sex with this bitch at a party last night 
On a toolbox. On a toolbox. <laughs> but yeah. Um, and then right after that, he got with this girl and they've been together ever since. True love. True love. Wow. I'm glad it's over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That was my young, young self. What was it like living in Hawaii? Because dope as fuck. No. Um, right. Well, that's right. Because that's what you hear from everybody. Is right. No, it's fuck. not dope as fuck. Right. Uh, first off, locals are fucking mean. They don't like us. Second off, it's super hard to get a job there. Um, and third off, we had a whole different plan going to Hawaii. So I was engaged with Sanjaya. Um, and we went there and we were supposed to go live. So his grandfather owns like so many fucking properties on the island. It's stupid. And so our impression was that we were going to go work for his grandfather and we were getting a house like in return of it pretty much. Right. So we didn't have to pay rent. No. We fucking got there and he put us inside of like a shack. No, before we were in the shack, we were inside of his house. And it was like in the tiniest room in fucking America. And there was lizards. <laughs> oh my God. There was lizards everywhere. And oh my God. <laughs> I remember I got stuck because the shower was like outside. Like, I don't know how to fucking explain it, bro. But it was, like, outside. And I remember calling my mom literally sobbing because there was a fucking lizard on the door handle so I couldn't get out. Oh, my God. Yeah, no. Hawaii? And she'll wait there all day until somebody I will comes wait and all the fucking lizard. No, literally. I was crying. It was petri- It was terrifying. My mom's like, I'm literally hours. <laughs> what do you want me to do? I'm like, talk me through this. <laughs> literally. Um, but, no, Hawaii was dope as fuck, though, at the same time. A lot of cool memories. Uh, my favorite animal is a turtle. So I've seen a lot of fucking cool ass turtles. Uh, and I think I took it for granted because shit, I would go back any day. The mainland fucking sucks. Right. Well, I guess that goes in with my next question. What? <laughs> what's your biggest fear? And I think I want to ask mainly because this girl's biggest fear like, I'm not fucking kidding. Is the silliest, like... But it's go. not. Okay. My biggest fear is fish. Like, I am petrified of fish. Like, I do not swim in any lakes, rivers, oceans, uh, nothing. Petrified of fish. Like, I will kill a spider. I will... This nope. bitch means like Ew, I'm literally getting it doesn't goosebumps. matter if it's a guppy. Like Nope. I don't give a fuck. Nope. 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 You can fucking rob my ass with a fish. Like, no. Oh my god, I'm like getting chill. Ah, that's so fucking gross. This fucking disgusting. Christmas Eve night. <laughs> it was Christmas Eve night. Fuck, dude. Okay, so it was Christmas Eve night. So and so hits me up. And was fuck was like hey we will call him yeah he needs a name uh fucking Bob Ch- Chad 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 Bob Chad Chad fucking Chad okay Chad. so Chad he is a Chad he is a fucking Chad Chad hits me up okay mind you before this we were like if Chad texting. thought I hated him before Chad I hate you <laughs> now just so you know okay so me and Chad. 
were like texting, Snapchatting, all this stuff for a minute beforehand, okay? Christmas Eve night comes and he's like Snapchatting me or whatever. Hella gifts that homeboy needs to wrap, okay? It's like one in the, no, it's probably like 11. And I'm like, dog, you know Christmas morning's like right around the corner and your son has to- hours away. <laughs> and your son needs to wake up like what the fuck and open these presents so he's like do you want to come over and help me wrap these presents so i'm like yeah sure whatever okay so go over there helping homeboy wrap presents and he's like you're a mom i know you got that good wrapping (laughs) hand um and so obviously things progressed okay and we go upstairs well (laughs) Did they? <laughs> okay, so we go upstairs. <laughs> Mind you, backtrack real quick. His son was sick as fuck, okay? And one... I was about to say, poor his name, but I remember we're not We can't name dropping. Um, His son was sick as fuck, and I, as a mom, brought hella fucking medicine, okay? Like, I brought him cough medicine. I brought him, like, chest rub. Like, the whole fucking nine yards, okay? Like... Mind you, she before this, socks. <laughs> shut the fuck up. Like a couple of days before this, I had went over there and he was literally up night, up all night coughing. So I was like, homeboy needs some medicine. Okay. So we go there. Okay. I'm wrapping presents. We go to go upstairs and I literally ask him, I'm like, hey, does your son need medicine? Like we should probably give him he's some medicine. Up along <laughs> there, he's like, he's like, no, he's fine. He's sleeping. He'll be good. Okay. So we go to go upstairs and he tells me, my baby mama, <laughs> stop. he's like, my baby mama just texted me. She wants to come smoke a bowl. Okay. Let me talk. Let me say this man lives in fucking a Egypt. Fuck Egypt bowl. Like, like he lives in trail. Okay. He lives I mean, in, if no, you, if you, you live falls. in like, oh my, yeah, he, he lives in past trail. Yeah, he lived fucking far, okay? And I'm like, she wants to come smoke a bowl? And he's like, My yeah. dude, this girl lives in town. <laughs> he's like... And for a time... From Butte Falls to... It's like a solid 35-minute drive. Butte Falls to... Eagle Point is a 35-minute drive. Butte Falls to Medford is like 45 minutes to an hour. No! Because it took me Jess- like 35 minutes to Jessie? get there. Yeah, it's about an hour what i'm saying that's why it's so fucking bonkers for this to be my worst sex story and it'd be the furthest fucking time i drove no anyways um so i'm like she wants to come smoke like what and he's like yeah she just quit so she threw all of her shit away and i'm like there's nobody in town that was smoke her out like what the fuck again so i'm like we're not together like i'm not gonna sit here and tell you who can and can't like i don't give a fuck but that's weird. Baby mama it up. Right. So I'm like, uh, okay. And I like look at it. I'm like, so what are we going to do about like my car? And he's like, it's fine. We'll just leave it. I'm like, uh, tell him it's the roommate. Pretty much. And so I'm like, okay. So I go upstairs and I go and lay in bed. Right. And wait for him. Yeah. And I called Jordan. I'm like, bro, what the fuck? What is going on right now? Well, she calls me and she's like, can you just. Can you validate something for me really quick? If one said person lives here and another said <laughs> person lives here, um, 
is this weird? Is this weird? <laughs> like, would you drive all the way that far to just hit a bowl? Just, I was like, with all due respect, they're fucking. A hundred percent. Okay, so I'm like, this is fucking weird. And I fucking go upstairs, okay? Homegirl comes, smokes a bowl, leaves. Doesn't even check on her sick son. That's the only thing that I question because me as a mom, like, that would have been my first thing. Like, so where's my son? How is he feeling? But anyways, on you. She leaves, right? He comes upstairs and well, he like, starts. No, that that's my first instinct. I don't give a fuck if my kid is staying the night at a friend's house. I don't care. Right. Weird. Baby daddy's house. It's you go and see your kid. That That's weird. Weird. So, so homegirl leaves, okay, and he ends up coming upstairs, and he's like, are you mad? I'm like, no, I just think that's kind of weird, but. We're not together. Right, so. and you do you. I don't know how you and your baby mama's situation is, but, yeah, that's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, we go, start making out, you know, doing doing the thing. Right. And homeboy literally, <laughs> a homeboy can't like get up, okay? And I'm like, is there something wrong with me? Like, right. <laughs> You're like, why can't you get it up right now? Um, I feel like self-conscious. And when that happens, like, I don't give a fuck what kind of female you are. You're self-conscious as fuck. Like, the first thing you're thinking of is like, what's wrong with me? Period. Like, I start stressing. Like, I'm like, um yikes okay so i'm like you're like well we're never hanging out again (laughs) pretty much okay so So i'm like you know we're fine like kind of make out with him brush him off you know homeboy ends up falling asleep okay so i end up passing out mind you the night before we stayed up pretty much like all fucking night so i was so tired so i end up falling asleep so about like an hour and a half later bro his son starts hacking along okay like it was sad as fuck, honestly, okay? Like, coughing so fucking hard. And as a mom, instantly I wake up, right? And I'm, like, sitting there just watching him. Like, is this... Is he breathing Literally, okay? like, um, is he breathing? Like, what the fuck? And so I look at Chad, and I'm like, Chad! Chad! Chad ain't fucking budget. I'm like, <laughs> Chad! He's still like not moving. So I'm like, bro, what no, the like, fuck do I like do? Dead asleep. Dead asleep. Okay. So I'm like, bro, what the fuck do I do? And this isn't my kid, right? Like, I'm not going to give a kid that's not mine medicine. If someone were to do that to me, I'm whooping your ass, right? So I'm like, I literally don't, not, don't know what to do, right? So he ends up like kind of like waking up a little bit. And finally, I'm like, bro, so and so is coughing along. Like, your kid's about to die over Literally, here. Like, like he's up. crying. Wake up. So he ends up going, waking up, and puts him in bed right next to us. And I'm like, if this can't get any worse, bro, like, he's coughing so hard. And I'm just, I want to sleep. Like, this ain't my kid. Like, oh. So this is when I go on Facebook and Jordan is active. And I'm like, thank you. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And so I text her and i'm like bro please tell me you're fucking awake and she's like yeah what's up i'm like dude i'm save a- me. <laughs> literally i'm like please save me i don't know what the fuck to do and so i start sending her videos right and i'm like 
okay, literally, I'm in like a space. I'm not over exaggerating, like six inches, dude. Like the up against the wall, head on my shoulder, like <laughs> hood on, mind you. So she like calls, she FaceTimes me and her hood's on and she's like hiding in a corner. Mind you, I'm thinking like something happened. I'm like, is everything okay? And she's like, yes, but no. I'm like, bro, I need to get out of this house. And I've never like up and bounced when someone's sleeping before so i had like anxiety dude so i'm like mind you it was four in the morning yeah like it's middle of the morning middle of the yeah middle of the morning i guess you'd say middle of the night middle Middle of the the night middle of the morning and i'm like dude and so i (laughs) i have her on facetime and i freaking mute her and i'm like putting on my shoes like hella quiet i'm like oh my god i go open the door bro the fucking roommate walks out and he's like hey i'm like hi and he's like what are you doing I'm like bailing going home <laughs> my son is sick and i need to go pick him up <laughs> she calls me and she's like what do like what, what do i say like what do i tell him and i'm like tell him that i need to go get your son you have to go get your son your baby daddy's being a piece of shit and called you in the middle of the night and was like you know what i can't do it come get him and so I up and leave and I text him and I'm like, hey, I'm super sorry my son was sick and I needed to go be a mom, something that you should have been doing this whole time. (laughs) (laughs) And we have never talked since. (laughs) No, literally. We've talked. He asked me, he was like, do you hate me? Like, did I do you wrong? I'm like, yeah, motherfucker. (laughs) Yeah, you did. But well, first of blood, all, it's just cool. like go over it. Like you had your baby mama drive an hour from town to my house just to hit a bowl and then uh, have me hide in the room <laughs> with your son who I thought was going to get us caught because, well, duh, any fucking parent comes and checks on their fucking kid. No, it was an all around bad situation. By far worse. Sex You're like, story. I don't hate you. Um. But I'm good. But we don't see eye to eye. I'm chilling. No, I'm good. Thank you for the offer. It wasn't even good sex. So there's no reason for me to come back. But it really sucked because I like, bro, I had a crush on him for so long. Literally so long. I went to high school with him and can't relate. I know. He was like, Jordan hates me. I do. I do not like him. I ratatouille is part of a reason why i don't like him just they both all around suck they're sucky people (laughs) chad and ratatouille you suck you suck (laughs) honestly uh moving on um i want to hear the story about the time that your baby daddy accidentally not was it accidentally chopped your hair off but he chopped your hair off oh my god okay so Bro, my hair still hasn't grown since, okay? You know what's fucked up, too? Dude, November's hair used to be, like, down to my ass. Yeah. Like, long. Hips. Okay? Beautiful. What's crazy is, like, a week before this, I literally have a a Snapchat. I have him take a picture. I'm like, my hair's the longest it's ever been, okay? I get pregnant, and if you've been pregnant, then you know, like, weird shit fucking irritates you, okay? And my dead ends were one of them, Okay? And I live in Pennsylvania with Daryl. And I'm like, babe, I need your help. He's like, what? I'm like, I need you to cut my hair. He's like, you need me to cut your hair? I'm like, yeah, okay, not cut it. Like, trim it. And I remember telling him, I'm like, 
literally like barely any, like less than an inch. Just cut the dead ends off. Just barely any. Just give it, just, give it a just little, a little trim. Snip. Okay. Like snip, snip. barely any. This motherfucker, and I'm not over-exaggerating, we literally, we fucking measured. He cut two feet of my fucking hair off, bro. Literally up to my shoulders, okay? Butchered the shit. And I remember as soon as he, like, cut that one, bro, my hair hit the back of my leg. And I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, (laughs) what do you mean? What am I doing? I'm like, how much did you just cut? He's like, not that much. Quit chilling. Like, quit freaking out. I'm like, okay cut again boom hits the back of my leg i'm like bro what the fuck are you doing and i flip it in front of my thing literally barely over my shoulders and i start bawling like sobbing mind you she looked like she had a butcher cut like she looked like somebody like laid her hair down on the butcher table and just just took a knife and just started chopping it was so bad and i'm pregnant okay so i'm already an emotional fucking wreck I'm pregnant. I'm far away from home. And you just chopped off all my fucking hair. And when you're pregnant, you already are becoming self-conscious. Weird things are happening to your body. You right. know? Uh, yeah. Uh, I cried. Um, and here we are, like, fucking four years later. And my hair has barely grown. Uh, well, and yeah. You want me to be honest? It's he never. you are a blondie now. And yeah, that is true. You, um, you and it. to this day. Same with me. Daryl thinks that he did nothing wrong. <laughs> he literally is like, I don't, I don't know why you're so mad. You don't know why I'm mad. Because you don't you know why. Fucking you chopped off, you off my prick. hair. Like chopped it completely. All of it chopped. Wild, bro. Wild. Wild. Who do you look up to the most? My sister, Michaela. I figured. Um, By far. Growing up, it was my cousin Kendra. When I was little, I always wanted to be just like her. Um, but I want to say within, I don't know, me and Michaela went through some shit. And we weren't fucking, we didn't talk for like seven years. Um, but ever since I became a mom, and even before then, I always looked up to Michaela. Um, she's one badass fucking mom. Anything that. I mean, any question that I have, Michaela's there for me. Um, anything that I can go through, she's there for me. She never judges me at all. I definitely look up to her, like as a mom. She is. She's a like, badass rock fucking mom. She mom. literally is a like superhero. PTA fucking. She is the mom. Like she's a superhero. Mm-hmm. Um, but even besides that, the way that she holds herself, the way that, I mean, she's really the only fucking successful castner she's not a castner no more she's a salser but she's like the only successful one we got she has bought in her house she is married to a dope ass literally like my favorite brother-in-law i have um has three sick amazing kids so definitely my sister uh out of anybody in my life all right last one and i know that this one is gonna make you cry have you ever been in love? Like, truly in love? I mean, I know you've been engaged to Sinjaya, but, you know, I want to know if you ever felt love. Yes, I have. We're going to try not to cry. <laughs> um, 
I met someone named Andrew. Um, and from day one, we were like two peas in a pod. Um, you know, people have said, oh, I'm like, try not to cry. When you meet the one, you know, um, it's almost like you don't see a flaw in them, right? Like, they're... It's like, here's how I explain it. Like, even their BO... Literally, like... Doesn't stink. Like, straight up. And I know people are going to be like, what the fuck? Like, on some real shit. Period. I could not find a flaw in this man. um, At all. Like, the way he held himself, the way that he loved me, the way that he loved others... Um, he truly was the brightest fucking soul in my life. Um, and unfortunately he overdosed, uh, five months ago and I had never in my life have felt the kind of love that I felt with him. Um, we never argued, we never fought anytime we were with each other, it was like, nobody else was in the room um and like I said when you're little you know you hear about these things and you kind of like laugh about it you know like yeah okay but it was real life like I remember kissing him and it was like literally the world went dark when I was with him he was the only one in the room um like all sounds all people all everything around you just kind of literally quiets down um he literally was perfect in every literally in every way um I was blessed to meet my soulmate and I 150 percent believe that that man was my soulmate um and a lot of people don't get to meet them uh and I would I got the pleasure of meeting them and I got the pleasure of at least experiencing that type of love for a part of my life um as though it didn't last as long as it should have i still got to experience it and a lot of fucking people in the world don't um but i'll never understand why he's gone or why it happened uh a lot of people say you know things happen for a reason and i've never been one to believe it uh i know a lot of people do and i praise you for believing it I wish I did believe in something like that but I don't um I've had a lot a lot a lot of things happen to me and I'll never understand the reason behind it and this is one of them he had a lot of demons but he really was the happiest fucking person like truly lit up the room when he walked in never like woke up just happy as can be like really the pictures that i see of him because i never had the pleasure of meeting andrew in person but the pictures that i see of him um this guy has the biggest smile (laughs) you have ever seen in your life and i mean the most like contagious like just million dollar smile absolutely like it just makes you want to smile it's so contagious and i had never even met him before his energy was just like that too like when Andrew was in the room. You knew Andrew was in the room. Um, And he can make anybody laugh. Um, Literally the funniest person I know. Like, we do uh, medium readings with 
our girl Lindsay, which um, we want to try and do an episode with her on and just kind of touch on that. But um, each and every one of these readings that Andrew comes through for and talks to November on, he is one of the funniest people I've ever met, and I've never met him. <laughs> and that's what's crazy, too, is that, like, if you can think of someone when they've passed their energy being so strong and being able to be so funny and they're they've passed just imagine when they were here you know what i'm saying and like there's some people in this world that are just naturally funny bubbly people and he was one and i appreciate him for everything that he's done and i appreciate his family for giving me the time that i got with him um his family treated you really really good afterwards like after he had passed away right yeah i'm still very close with his family um it's crazy because i had never met his mom or his family when he was still here um i have a video of me literally sitting outside of his mom's house i went to go pick him up and i'm like having a full-on panic attack like straight up like <laughs> could not breathe fanning myself like i'm going to pass out and he was like my mom just wants to meet you and i'm like <laughs> but no like no. i cannot meet her um and i don't know what happened something had happened i think she like wasn't ready or something and so i didn't end up meeting her that day um and the day that he passed away it was the hardest fucking day of my life and um she had messaged me and was like hey andrew talked a lot about you um and it was always positive. And so she knew who I was and I knew who she was. But um, I think that it finally hit me that like our love really was strong. And it really meant something to both of us when his mom and his family and everybody knew me without me knowing them. Right. Like, when I went to Celebration of Life, so many people came up to me and they're like, you're November. Like, yeah, that's me. <laughs> like, what up? Um, but, yeah, I think that was the time that I truly was in love with, with someone. Yeah. Was with him. And it sucks because I don't, I don't think I'll ever find that. I, that was my next question. Ever. If um, you think, you know, you'll, I mean, I know I, you think you'll find love again, but not like that ever um and it's hard because i don't think i can ever really like move on uh i feel like every time i talk to someone they're nothing like him right and so it's rough but we shall see where we go in life i guess <laughs> like i don't wish it upon my worst fucking enemy that's what i can say rest in peace facts well this was a fucking hard episode bro thanks really was for making me cry of course appreciate it i'm here for all the tears and happiness and everything but i'm not you know <laughs> just a little get to know this chick and why she is the way she is yeah i've been through a lot of shit i feel like i don't really talk about it or a lot of people don't know 95 percent of me and so a lot of people are like she's just a bitch but <laughs> there's a reason behind of all of this all this chaos Right. But right. we'll definitely have to do like a round two because I have a lot more questions for Jordan. I know Jordan has more questions for me. So right. we'll do another one. 
We don't sometime. always like to sit and talk your guys' ears off for hours, even though we probably could. Literally, we could. Yeah. All day. We love this. But <laughs> I don't um, know what next week is bringing us. Honestly, Hopefully a guest. We Maybe. may oh. bring a Valley guest on next week. Um, we have to message them and see if they're available. Right. And, I mean... Do you, I mean, could we, do you want to say her name so we could like, no. introduce? No. no, we'll wait. Okay. Um, we have two more guests that we want to have on this season if we can, but definitely one. And she's just going to come on and kind of talk about her life. She's fucking crazy. Yeah, she's got a crazy <laughs> she, life. She's a wild one. She is a wild one. We uh, love the wild ones. We are with uh, the wild things over here. <laughs> uh, she'll be fun. She got a lot of crazy sex stories and. Yeah, all the tea. Her sleeping with her best friend's boyfriend and all the things. Well, not only that, her sleeping with her best friend's boyfriend and her together. Like, it was was all together. Yeah. So, so. you know, it should be fun. It'll Um, be a fun one. Um, But I... uh, What was not on your itinerary this week? Oh, my fucking God, bro. Uh, My fucking car battery died at work. And I just started this job, so I don't really know anybody. And I don't know anything, anything about cars, right? (laughs) And so I... Already, I'm, like, wanting to fucking go home. It's late. I'm, like, bro, I just want to go home. And I go get my car. My fucking battery's dead. I'm, like, are you shitting me? So I have to go back in. And I'm, like, I don't even know what to say to these. I don't even know these people. Yeah, like, I'm way too shy. I don't even know these people. So I go back upstairs. And everyone's, like, I thought you left. And I'm, like, me too. (laughs) (laughs) I was was trying. I don't want to be here anymore. Yeah, and so I was, like, "Uh, my car battery died. Do you think anybody can help me? And this one of my coworkers was like, I have jumper cables, but I don't know how to use them. I'm like, yeah, me either. <laughs> and so your girl's like, my husband's picking me up so he can help. So we go and there's like a positive and negative on your battery, right? Mm-hmm. Well, on my car, the I just have a red. Po- it's red and black on mine. Yours is blue? I don't know. Maybe it is red and black. <laughs> I think it is red and black. Um, I had like a, I have a positive. I don't do car stuff either. So just don't mind my comment. Just keep going. I have a positive on mine, and then you have, like, a ground thingy that you have to ground it, and I didn't know that, so I almost blew myself up. <laughs> we love that. But we made it, guys. What was not on your itinerary? I had a really, <laughs> I had a really good one this week, honestly, mm-hmm. but um, I feel like this person doesn't deserve my... Energy. They don't deserve my clout. <laughs> you don't deserve my clout. You don't even deserve to. Well, hey, Steve. You don't even deserve to have Breathe anything. the same air as me. Period, <laughs> bitch. Uh, I'm fucking dead. And that's on Ratatouille. That's on Ratatouille. Uh, I'm dead. I'm we glad lo- that we, we talked about. We love the code names here. We'll get so many. We got Chad, Ratatouille, Herbie. Chad, Ratatouille, Herbie. We got anyways i hope you guys all have a fantastic week yeah um <laughs> i was gonna say something i don't know what it was but i, God, hope- I hate when jesse's standing here yeah jesse why are you coming in and interrupting the podcast what do you need you stress november out God. you don't stress me out because you've been in my life for fucking 27 years but this- go home jesse <laughs> <laughs> all right well Thank Everybody have all. a fantastic week, and I'll see you guys next week. Love you. Bye. That was <laughs> that was really fast. Yeah, we love you guys. Later. Bye. Bye.
the bracelets. Oh my god, I love the money.